All right, we're live. Hey. 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 Hey, welcome hey. to the, fast, the the last regular episode of the year. Yay. Oh, God, it is. Oh, no. <clears throat> yeah. I have not oh. even started prep for Goaty. Well, you got one week. Great. One, <laughs> and, and speaking of which, yeah, so everyone, Game of the Year episode is next week. Uh, so get excited for that. If you haven't submitted your responses to the survey, tough luck. Uh, we yeah, don't care right anymore. Uh, <laughs> throw, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of true. Throw your responses right in the trash. Honestly, like if you didn't submit your response, you pretty much didn't play those games this year. So that's just, you probably that's weren't going to. Yeah, I mean, at this point. I think. Well, I mean, if even if you like did play them, it doesn't count anymore because you didn't <laughs> put it in the survey. Right, exactly. Yeah, so that's that's on you. That's not on us. We gave you plenty of warning. Yeah. Um, this is also a warning that Nathan will be on the game of the year episode. <laughs> yes, warning. <laughs> uh, so hopefully that gets some people excited. Hopefully that doesn't turn any people away from next week's episode. Wow. <laughs> I said hopefully it doesn't. I, I don't want that to be the case. As, as if it would. I don't know. I, w- I don't know. Either way, I'm excited for that, so I couldn't care less. I'm, I'm also excited to invite Nathan back and hear about what he's been playing. Oh, it's going to be so interesting because I think he's been playing some weird shit. I know he's been <laughs> so, playing a lot of yeah. basketball. Yes, he has. That's so true. it'll definitely be a, a different episode. But yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. In the chat, I'm excited that Nathan has played 10 games from this year. Absolutely. Well, from the preliminary talks I had with him, might not be a full 10, but I don't know. We'll <laughs> see. He's He had some questions that made me suspect about what he's going to put there. So Such I'm as, excited. What's a video game? Such as, does it all have to be from this year? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I told him, technically, no, because you haven't been on one for like a decade. So put whatever you want on there. Well, we have categories that should (laughs) solve that for him. He should be able to find a place to put a game. Oh, he um, definitely has places to put games. But yeah, no, I'm Nathan will be joining us. So that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, I think my list is pretty much done. I might do a little bit of reordering, but I think mine's pretty, pretty set. How how far into it are you, Paul? Uh, the ones that I thought that has to probably on my list added up to eight. So I actually have a different <coughs> problem this year of finding what my last two will be, because usually I have too many and I have to pare it down. Now I have to kind of be like, Okay, what was good enough that it probably belongs on my oh. list? So, so it's you, a different you problem. couldn't think of 10 good games is what you're saying. I couldn't think of 10 that I was just like, oh, that was amazing. I thought it was kind of a slow year. I'm I'm the opposite. I had like a huge list of like 25 games and I kind of knew what like the top five would be. But the other ones, it's like, oh, this is going to be difficult <laughs> figuring out what, mm. what goes in these five. John, have you put any thought into yours at all yet? Nope, I'm only making the file right this second. All right, well, I'm glad we could get you a bit of a kickstart there. Um, Don't worry, nothing came out this year, so it's all good. Nothing at all. Okay, well, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I have yet, Actually, I have yet to open up, like, the Wikipedia about what came out and do, like, the thorough yeah. comb through. So for all I know, maybe I might have to change things quite a bit. Um, yeah, me too. Because I don't want to do another scenario last year where I completely forget that I played through all of Tales of Arise and then kick, <laughs> kick myself. And then be like, oh, wait, that might actually be like my game of the year now that I think about it. Well, it wouldn't have been that, but I probably would have at least put yeah. it like at number 10 or something. I don't remember what my my whole list was. Um, sure. In addition to that, uh, Sonic Frontiers, the TDP Plus episode, we are going to be recording that on January 1st. Uh on that evening, so a couple of days after the Game of the Year episode. The Game of the Year episode will be on our usual Thursday, so that'll take over the usual episode next week. Right. And the poll for what we will be playing through and discussing for January is currently live, so if you haven't voted yet, go over there and vote for the next TDP Plus game. Yeah. But with all that out of the way, why don't we do the podcast proper... Because this is the Top Down Perspective, and it's December 22nd. I'm Sean Booker. Mm -hmm. I'm Paul Fleck. I'm John Wheeler. 
You guys having a good holiday Christmas times over over on your side? Mm, in work mode still. I saw that Calgary with the wind chill hit minus 47 on yep. Wednesday. And it sucked. That's let's, uh, let's never talk about outside again. It does not exist. That's that's it's, crazy. It's dead to me. That's the coldest. I've never felt that. I thought it was pretty cold last year when I went to Jasper, but I'm pretty sure this was even colder. That is ungodly numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Good old winter. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, John, let's start with you. Tell us about what is this? Pecross? Yeah. So the, a new Pecross game came out from Jupiter. Uh, Pacross X pick bits versus Uzboros. Is the right. X like this is the 10th one or? No, it's like a weird spinoff. So I assume it's all the X is supposed to be cross cross is what they're going for because it's like a spinoff. Okay. Uh, it's speed Pacross done by the guys who do the normal Pacross S games. Is Pacross so, S not Jupiter? Yeah, that's Jupiter. Oh, okay. So Pacross X, you have uh, a bunch of five by five puzzles and you just have to solve them as fast as you can because uh, you have a group of little mini characters called the Pickbits that you're trying to save from the Uzboros, which is a giant snake that's trying to eat them. So okay. you save them by having them uh, solving puzzles fast, which makes them move faster to run away from the snake. Uh, okay. So you just keep doing like all these speed puzzles on a certain timer and then... Uh, at the end, if you did it fast enough, you get a damage multiplier, and that deals however much damage to the snake. And if it's enough, you kill it, and then you clear the stage. But there's a bunch of like different challenge modes in there as well. Like, okay, now you can't uh, put down any Xs for your puzzles. Now uh, the, the board is completely filled in, and you need to erase the ones that aren't supposed to be there. Uh, now the board's a different shape. Now the, the board's just harder. Now uh, the numbers don't light up, like a bunch of like weird little rule sets that they give you. Is it kind of like 10 million or we must build a boat where you're doing a puzzle and there's a character running across the top? It looks like that kind of HUD, but okay. uh, like it's not like a how 10 million is with like you persistent like progress and stuff like that. It's literally okay. just like challenge. This is your rule set this time. Go do it. Right. It's interesting. It has online multiplayer for up to eight players. So up to eight players can try to speed run uh, their pick their pick bits against the giant Uzboros and see who wins. Like, there's all these like random runs you can do and you're scored on them. But like uh, there's no real puzzle per se, like no like persistent puzzles you need to do. It's just solve these five by five puzzles as fast as you can. There's like they're not usually they're not even shapes unless that's like one of the rule sets. Like it's it's just like nonsense half the time. Uh, so hmm. it doesn't have like the substantialness that I prefer out of the Pacross games. It just feels like a fun distraction. But like I'm also already feel like I'm done with it. Wow. Sure. Is it what's the price of this one in comparison to the typical release? Uh, you know I actually don't remember. So give me a second. You just bought it sight unseen. You were just like Pacross. Yep. Here's my money. Well, someone told me new Pekoski game came out, and I'd heard about it from Jupiter. So twenty bucks. Just, it's twenty apparently. bucks. Yikes! How much does a like you know Pekoss S eight or whatever cost? Fifteen, I thought. Yeah, I don't remember. It's been a while since I bought. They're one. all on sale right now. There's a Pekoss sale. At least there was a couple days ago. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, uh, let's see here. It's not going to tell me because I already own the game. Yeah, it's not going to tell me how much it was because I own the game. So I'll trust Paul on the twenty bucks. Okay. Paul, where are you at with all the Pacross? It seems like you've fallen off. No, this is just the time of year that I need to play literally everything else, and it's driving me crazy to the okay. point where I kind of stopped playing everything else, and you're just going to let things lie where they are now. Okay, all right. <laughs> so what's the Pacross season then? Is that like March? Every other every other month. Every other month. Okay. Yeah, it feels, like, it feels like every three months or two months they're putting out a new one. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you just keep repeating the puzzles, you can do it as often as you want. Rude. No one, none of these players are the wiser. <laughs> I'm told I've seen in the chat, Pacross S8 was 10 American. So okay. I'm assuming yeah. maybe Pacross X was 15, maybe American. So more expensive, but not as fun is what John's saying. 
Yeah, I just wasn't super into it. Okay. It is on sale currently, but uh, Nintendo is refusing to show me the actual price because it. Oh, there we go. Twenty six ninety nine Canadian wow. normally on sale for nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, it's nineteen ninety nine normally U.S. Uh, Fifteen dollars on sale currently. Apparently, like all the Pacross games that Jupiter put out are on sale right now. Sounds until, like it's the season of Pacross right now. Until yeah. the third of January. So, all right, PSA right cool. there. I think I only bought S one and didn't finish it i mean that's fine that's <laughs> yeah, awesome that's fun. fair yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh all right. that's pretty much all i've been playing because i've been playing sonic frontiers okay sure paul uh i wrapped up ragnarok i congrats was, i made that my thing last week weekend and i just pushed until it was done uh, that ending fell a little flat for me it not in story necessarily well a little bit in story but the boss fights um, just, I don't know, man, when you do God of War three and that fight with Zeus, that was a pretty big high that I don't know that they've ever captured again. So I don't know. I, maybe I just let myself up, set myself up for disappointment because that fight was so cool. And every other fight has been a little limp in comparison. Um, but that game's fine. There's so much to do in that game. It is insane. There's after there's like the after game stuff as well that you can do that isn't just the collectibles there's more stuff that they give you because of course there is which i'll probably go back and do at some point but for now it's done they're doing a god of war show right isn't like prime doing it yes yeah do you think they do any of the olympus stuff or do you think they skip straight to norse having and having atreus with you they probably just skip to this honestly yeah, I think that's Yeah, I think that's the smarter with like some flashbacks of his past. Right. Yeah. That's, I think that's what they would do as well. Cuz I could see them I wanting so to tell the the story with his previous family cuz that's like his like, you know, broken past why he's so depressed and whatnot and angry. Yeah. But I just can't see them setting a whole show there. Yeah. It would be hard because those games are very much all about getting revenge for the thing and anger. Uh, whereas the new God of War stuff actually kind of has like a bunch of like story stuff going there's, on. There's depth to his character as opposed to there's just more depth his, to his character. Yeah. yeah. Like he's super flat. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, so that's done. Uh I think 50 hours is what I had in it. Oh, Maybe man. a There's little no less. There's no way I'm finishing it before game of the year. I, I've just accepted that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. Uh, and then I moved on to Citizen Sleeper to just, you know, get I'm, ho- into- I'm hoping you're liking it. So the thing is, is that I w- was like, you know what? God of War Ragnarok winning best narrative is kind feels like kind of a sin so I'm going to go to a game that I've been told has really great story and okay. like there's a few this was one of them yeah I went to it I'm like yeah this story is absolutely phenomenal so far it took a while to get into it I will say like about an hour of like tutorial and kind of build up of uh stuff but like the first time you meet a hunter when you're like hacking the mainframe or whatever the fuck you're doing that's pretty dope uh finding out the deal with like some random characters you're meeting even just like the the chef there like yeah. listen to your story like and he's like can i do you want to hear a story and it's like absolutely i want to hear a story citizen sleeper is absolutely fantastic so far it's one of the best games of this year it's easily it's it's cool it's like like the whole it's it's such like a vibes game like you just want to hang out yeah. the music is like perfect for it i like the character art and there is just yeah. something fun about like i'm going to scroll over here and i'm going to put a dice into this thing and then i'm going to just read for a bit and i'm going to put the dice over here yada yada and there's enough choice of things that you can do that even if you have shitty dice you're like oh i needed a one to like hack yeah. this dude or yeah. whatever so like you never feel like you got screwed eventually you'll break the economy though and you'll become like quote-unquote powerful enough where hell yeah like (laughs) one of my abilities is everything i put in gets plus two so now so now it just means like 
four to six is now just a six for me. Like half the rolls yeah. are just perfects for me. So the, the, I will say the first like hour or two, you are like scraping by, especially like with your, with your, well, I mean, with your like health, like you, you're constantly yeah. getting damaged. The second half of that game, you're just, you have so many credits. It doesn't even matter anymore. You can do whatever you want. Sure. Uh, I don't know like really how I could tell where I am at, at currently. I will say that the bounty hunter dude like found me and we made the deal where he's going to just chill for a while if I pay for his drinks. That's yeah. about where I am roughly. Yeah, it, and it is hard because it's not exactly a linear story. It's whichever one you choose to follow. Oh, I have like 10 mission, 10 objectives I can do right now and I don't know which one I'm working I would, towards. I would really. say just like if there is the ones that you can set aside set those aside if there's ones that have yeah. like a timer get those yeah. done so you don't get the penalties but i would i would typically focus on one at a time and then sometimes it'll yeah. be like hey you need to come back in three cycles and it's like okay well i'm gonna spend the next three days working on this other one so i usually had like yeah. two maybe three juggling but I, I i tried to really focus on one to get it like fully done yeah right time. now i'm just in the scrapyard because there's a timer on the dude. I don't even remember why he's like sick of me being around or something. So I need to work off. Some of those people are just face racists and they just do not yeah. like robots and stuff. And and yeah, like yeah. your character is cool. There's a lot of really cool things. Um, oh, I met the machine that talks to you with like words of its servo or whatever. Like, oh my God, that was so cool. It's like a fabricator machine or whatever. <laughs> And the There's way they cool. describe it saying words to you is by like whirring up and down its uh, 3D printer servos in different like patterns to make speech or whatever. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so good. <laughs> and there's like there's shootouts that you'll like read your way through that are interesting. There's some really yeah. cool characters. Have you met um, the dad and his little girl? Yeah, Tim or Lem and Mina or yeah. whatever lemon mina i think definitely yeah. finish that that has one of the like best endings well it depends what you do with them um and yeah, i'm just saying I'm there a are some worried. endings that if you make a certain <laughs> choice i don't know if we can be friends anymore because that's fucked up i mean i'm a little bit worried because they're definitely posturing in that like oh you're gonna fall in love with this little girl so we can do terrible shit to her or something and i'm not i don't want to spoil anything i don't know yeah I don't i'm know. glad you're like also it. For anybody listening, it is all text based. I don't want people to get like the wrong idea or something. It is a lot of reading. Yeah, but it's, uh, a, vis it's a visual novel for sure. It's um, been really good. Though. It's on Game I Pass like it a lot. Yeah, so. that's how I'm playing it, too. Are you going to go? Did you go back and do the DLC? I did. I've done both. The, there's two of okay. them out. They're coming out with a third one. I my recommendation is wait for all three to come out because they're kind of the same story. Okay. Or are they connecting? And so when I went and did the second chunk, I had kind of forgotten what had happened in the first chunk and the connective tissues. So in your scenario, I, I would uh, I would wait for all three of the DLC chunks to come out. Do you know if I'll know when those happen? Like, is there an end to the main game? And then it's like, OK, and now this other thing unlocked. Um, there there isn't really because every time you finish one of the stories, you're going to get credits um oh right and okay. every time it happens it, you did they just put you back out into the ship and you can just continue on with the other stuff right okay. um so what might be best i can't remember it might you you're gonna have to look it up just to see kind of what the name of it is yeah. and i don't okay. remember if they said something like it's only accessible once you finish blah 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 or not um because okay. i was in a scenario where i had finished everything so it just was accessible to me so if i were yeah. you i would just do a bit of research to see how it gets unlocked and then avoid it <laughs> okay fair enough uh that's all i've really been doing though playing right on i haven't really been playing anything worth talking about that i haven't already talked about it's just god of war it's high on life and it's sonic frontiers uh so cool. more on uh more on those games next week in some capacity i'm sure mm. let's do some news there's not a whole lot going on, but Nintendo is doing this like five days of holiday streams where they're just announcing like indie stuff. I haven't seen okay. a lot of big news, except on the second day they announced Risk of Rain Returns. And this is the first Risk of Rain kind of like a remastered 
with oh, more wow. stuff in it coming next year. They say things like lines. it's going to fix the multiplayer, which that yeah, alone would be, really would, be would be extremely good. Yeah. Um, there's already footage out. You can wish list it. So new items. Uh, the stages apparently are bigger. Um, in terms of the gameplay, though, like they're go- they went back and it's the it's the side scrolling Risk of Rain, and they they okay. new, yeah. all new characters. Um, I yeah, mean, I'm, I'm in, excited for this. Yeah, like this Risk was of, my more favorite one. So. Risk of Rain is awesome. I think Risk of Rain Two is yeah. also awesome. But I am happy to play another version. I'm almost I'm kind of surprised they went back. Um, yeah, but it's sure. Weird. This looks really good because it was pixel art before. Is it not pixel art now? Well, it's like two? higher definition pixel art or something. Yeah, it wasn't too like a weird like pseudo 3D. Yeah, two, two is, is polygonal. It's fully polygonal, yeah. But this remaster, I think it's I think you're right. Like I think it's just more detailed pixel art, but it is still pixel yeah. art. It looks really crisp. Yeah. I like it. This is great news. Yeah, more of this. More news like this. I like this. <laughs> okay, well, so I'm gonna bum you out with the next news then. Um, Epic Games is getting sued by the FTC for over $500 million. <laughs> invading kids' privacy. Oh, no. So I don't two, know anything about this. There's yeah, two this things, things going this on. This complicated. From $520 million is is two settlements happening. The first one is a violation of the Children's Online Privacy Protection Rule for... This is basically what they did. Uh, Fortnite players who are under age 13 and in-game settings that turn on voice chat and text chat by default, which is, I guess, I guess not allowed for, for children to, to right. enter into. Okay. So that's the first thing they're getting sued for, $275 million. The second one, which is a little more interesting, is, is based on uh, in-game purchases. So the quote here, which is actually kind of interesting, is... The second settlement is for using, quote, dark patterns to trick players into making unwanted purchases. And what they mean by dark patterns uh-huh. is stuff like making it easier to accidentally buy a skin when previewing it and harder to refund it. Oh, so this is things shitty. like the UI, the UX, how, you you know, you can just hit tap a button to purchase. They have a list. So stuff like how it, it'll automatically save your payment data, single button presses as opposed to things like holding down the button to make the purchase go through. So you have more time to think, am I doing something or is the kid just mashing on the controller and doesn't know what's going on? Right. Um, there's also an issue where a lot of accounts and this is this is on Sony and stuff as well. If you asked for a refund, it would sometimes trigger a system where they think it might be a bot trying to trying to scam the item so they would actually disable the account which from a user perspective makes you afraid to ask for a refund because your account might just get banned from a surface level filter sure lack of self-service refunds and no spending limits for players under 13 what makes this more interesting is Mm. so this is Epic has to pay these like it's been approved right. like they're the, the suing is going forward. Epic came out with a blog post to oh, like no. address this specifically yeah. the second settlement and they basically spun it in the most PR way of making it seem like they didn't really do anything wrong and they think the rest of the industry should do all these great things even though oh. the rest of the industry is only doing these things because, because Fortnite, Fortnite did it first. Exactly. Right. So here's a quote. The old status quo. This is from Epic's blog post. The old status quo for in-game commerce and privacy has changed and many developers practices should be reconsidered. We share the underlying principles of fairness, transparency and privacy that the FTC enforces and the practices referenced in the FTC's complaints are not how Fortnite operates. But it's only not how Fortnite operates because they got sued and so they can't do that anymore. Right. Um, so they're basically they make this like call to action. Other developers should stop doing these kind of shady business plans, even though they did it first. And everyone's just copying Fortnite's success. But they don't mention that so in the blog weird. post. Um, 
So it's a pretty ridiculous blog post. If if you want to give that a read, that's over just on on Epic Games's website. Uh, this is good in in retaliation of this um, or along with this, they actually have started a, uh, up a kind of ch- children's account for Fortnite. Now you can make a specific child account that will stop a lot of these things, um, which probably should have been there in the first place. It should just be there for like every game that I mean, a kid will touch. Yeah, these these accounts, they are something I know like Xbox has them. I think PlayStation has them. They're typically a more platform based and then the game companies just kind of have to like adapt to what the right. platform is like titling this account but you know when it when you get to games that are on every platform or are so easily accessible it kind right. of comes down to the developer on that case has to do it themselves because who knows where the kid the person's accessing it from you know the, the kid might have a kid account on xbox but then they just load up their phone where it's free reign so maybe sure. they make the purchases yeah, yeah. there. You know what I mean? Like, who knows? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, $500 million. Uh, maybe if you're out there and you have a kid, you're going to get some money back. <laughs> or you are a kid, maybe you're going to get some money back. <laughs> who knows? Man. And last but not least, the Pokemon anime is retiring Ash and Pikachu. It's only been, what, 25 years? It's been 25 years. And now they're they're getting killed off. No, he won. I don't think they're (laughs) getting killed off. They're not getting killed off. It's quite the opposite. He finally won, so he's not interesting. (laughs) They're fainting, but no one's bringing them back. No one's bringing them to the Poké Center. They're just letting him rest. He's so tired. Please. Um... There's going to be all new protagonists starting with in the Scarlet and Violet region. Pikachu and Ash will not, will not be. They're saying as the main characters, so I wouldn't be surprised if they pop up from time to time. Um, yeah, doing some wacky hijinks. And there's going to be a collection of like epilogue episodes. I think there's going to be 11 of them kind of concluding Ash's journey. Um, I might check those out just to kind of see like what they do with Ash. What I think would be cool is if in this epilogue they aged him up to what the age he would actually be. <laughs> and it was kind of yeah. implied like, oh, the whole time, yes, he was aging, but we just showed him as a kid because we had to. But I feel like that would be a cool nod to any fans that like were watching this from the beginning. Yeah. Because they got they're probably like close to what Ash should actually mm-hmm. be in age. Like he's not 10. <laughs> he's not still 10 years old. I think that would be pretty cool. Um, I do also think it would be cool if he just died. That would be ballsy. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> okay. Like, I'm thinking like he sits down in his chair with Pikachu and they literally turn to dust. <laughs> I mean, we're free now, Pikachu. Yeah, ex- exactly. It would be like, cool, but. <laughs> he just disappeared off into the wind, like the end of Klaus or something, you know? Anyway, who knows what it's going to be, but uh, I'm just surprised they did it. They're doing this at all. Like it, it's been yeah. 25 years. Like, why do it? Like, why not just keep going and trap this boy in a 10 year old's body for all eternity? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Weird. I'm curious. I'm going to I'm going to check out this epilogue. I, I have to know. All right, that's going to do it for news. Not a lot of news happening. Makes sense. It's pretty much the holidays. Uh, so let's do some <laughs> questions. Topdownperspective at gmail.com is the email address. At TDP Podcast on Twitter. Uh, the Discord channel, John's P.O. Box. And you can sound like Chris, who writes, Hi, TDP. Thanks for another great year of entertainment. Here's another question. While taste and preference for music is subjective, people will still compare songs and tracks between games to see which is better. What do you think is more important when comparing soundtracks between games? The quality of a song in conjunction with the original setting, sorry, situation it is seen in a game or how good a song is void of the original context from the game it came from. 
usually if you're comparing soundtracks, you're comparing it on just the quality of the song itself. Yeah, like so, would you listen to this outside the game? Yeah. Right. So yeah. I would I would say void, but I get what they mean by like the song in context usually means a lot more or usually has a lot more meaning like say ambient music always is better in context than outside as a void. For sure. Yeah. Right. And there's a lot of genres that it's like, you know, this isn't my typical genre. I'm not going to listen to this, you know, when I'm walking down the street. But that moment in the game was absolutely crucial that it had that song playing there. Sure. Yeah. I don't know if one's better than the other. They are both important. Yeah. Because, like, I'm trying to think now of the be- the main battle music from, like, Persona 4 and 5. I like both of them for different reasons, and I think they both fit their game, so I don't even know how to compare them. <laughs> I guess I like 4 more? Maybe? Well, I mean... Maybe I just heard more of it? Like, so, I don't know. I think depending on what the songs are... You can compare them in the context of the game they're from, too, if it's kind of a similar game. It's like, I think this fits that tone better or whatever. But usually, yeah, it's definitely what would you listen to in the car and like devoid of any of that stuff. Because, I mean, I don't I don't listen to a lot of game soundtracks just out on the go when I the, the few that I have sure. in the past, like I think of like Shatter and like that's a fantastic soundtrack. But in terms of that game, you could just swap out the song and it wouldn't change the gameplay at all. It wouldn't change any right. quote unquote moment from that game because they're pretty much separate. It's just it's a it's a twist on Arkanoid and there's a great soundtrack playing. But then sure. I think of like Near Automata or no, sorry, I think of like 13 Sentinels. I think of like some of yeah. those final battles where like the 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 vocals are coming in and you're like this is so this is awesome like yeah. this is firing on all cylinders holy smokes this is so good but I, I don't ever listen to that song outside of that game the one i was thinking of is super meat boy the danny b stuff it like is fantastic i'll listen to that outside of that game um and it's so good and iconic that when they had to change the music that new music is like garbage and that feels worse because of it to me <laughs> like those levels point. don't feel as good so it's weird um in that scenario though is it just based because you've wa- listened to the first one like if you hadn't listened to the first soundtrack would it even matter uh yeah i just think that second second soundtrack is kind of just not good in general because it's uh, like but, you know they changed yeah. the spider-man mo- model he's got a different face now and it's like that's not my spider-man but yeah, as far as I my mean, Spider-Man is concerned, that guy's dead. And the only time I'm ever going to see that Spider-Man again is maybe as like into the Spider-Verse three, where he also gets to show up. <laughs> oh, Sean, so Sean's good. got some shit to work out with Spider-Man. Yeah. The holidays bring out the weirdest <laughs> in all of us, I guess. What, what's more impactful for you, John, outside of games or the moment? What's which is the better one? What's more impactful? Well, what the question is, what is better? Is it a soundtrack that can exist outside of the game or a soundtrack that is awesome while in the game, the moments with it? I think a soundtrack that can exist on its own is better. Okay. Yeah, that's probably fair. I don't think I can pick. Yeah, I think a soundtrack that exists on its own is better because that means that it's been designed with both the context of the game in mind and listening pleasure in mind. Otherwise, you split it into one group. Like like okay, it's only focused in the game, but like outside of it, it kind of just kind of eh. I would like something that works in both. Sure, I guess that's the goal. Is yeah, this yeah. I would listen to this, but it was also implemented well. Sure, that's the goal. Yeah. Jaron writes. Let's say Reformed Orthodox Rabbi Bill Clinton actually did win a game of the year. <laughs> what would you do in this hypothetical game? And then he has a correct answer, which is it's just Metal Wolf Chaos 2. I mean, that is indeed the correct answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a crazy question. All right. Game of the year goes to Reformed Orthodox Rabbi Bill Clinton. I mean, I do think of like a Metal Gear Solid game. 
Yeah, probably, right? Like a Kojima production. But maybe that's just because of the, like, president side of it. I'm trying to think of, like, is he reformed as in he is now an Orthodox rabbi? Or was he reformed from being an Orthodox rabbi and he's just regular Bill Clinton now? (laughs) Or is it reformed... Colon, Orthodox Rabbi Bill Clinton. Like, this is a long line of the Reform <laughs> series. <laughs> like, it's a different person each time. And this each is, time. and it's like, oh, which one are you playing? Oh, I'm playing, I'm playing Reformed 3, Orthodox <laughs> Rabbi Bill Clinton. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I do like John's question of like, and I think I think what might be an interesting avenue is if you, the player doesn't know until the end of the game. And that's kind of the overarching <laughs> yeah. question. So that kind of that kind of works with what yeah, I was yeah. thinking. I'm like, okay, it's just where you live a, you live a double life, and you have to like make sure that one life doesn't know about the other. So like your regular ass Bill Clinton, and then your uh, Orthodox Rabbi Bill Clinton, and you just got to figure out which reform you want. <laughs> and then like. And then you kind of realize that there's a little bit of reformed Orthodox Rabbi Bill Clinton in, in all of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. What if it was like an acronym? Rorb. <laughs> Rorb. Rorbc. Oh my god. Alright, Christmas Suku writes in and says, games game servers are expensive. No multiplayer can stay up forever. Many have seen the death of their beloved multiplayer games and must move on. But what if you didn't? Gamers are known to be a stubborn bunch. Some MUDs have been running since the 90s. Now, what is the oldest game you personally know is still alive to this day? Well, MUDs were probably going to be my actual answer, but uh... Yeah. What is MUDs? Or what are MUDs? There were like text based, you connected to like a server and you just like played like text based adventure games. I forget what they the were actual text based MMOs, they're multi user dungeons. That's what it is. I couldn't remember the actual oh, okay. definition for it. Um, it's not the oldest game, but I'm part of a fan server for Resident Evil Outbreak so that like we can play that game on emulator or if you have the PlayStation 2 version on like a fan server. So that's still running, and that's kind of cool. Uh, emulation does this a bunch. There are like just literally people still playing Marvel vs. Capcom, Street Fighter Two, or whatever, just for the yeah. last like thirty years. <laughs> yeah, I can like, think of it as like Doom Two and yeah. like any fighting game. Yeah. Does the Master Chief Collection reintroducing like online servers to the old Halos count? I mean, I guess. Like, can you play Halo 2 is the first one that was online, right? Yes. Can you play Halo 2 multiplayer in the Master Chief Collection? Yes. Okay. That might be the oldest one I could have thought of if it counted. I think it's like anniversary multiplayer. So like, it's like different. The remake. Also, it's new servers. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. Maybe it doesn't count then. So would Halo 3 be the oldest Halo multiplayer you could play then? Since they didn't make a remake of that one? Yeah. I mean, technically Halo 1 PC still has ways you can play it online. Okay. I'm, I'm hearing you can do classic and anniversary as separate modes. Oh, oh, never mind. Interesting. Then. So yeah, yeah then it would that's count. That's probably the way to do it. So yeah, then it would count. Yeah. Rasterman writes, "What's a game franchise you haven't introduced yourself into? Not because you didn't want to, but rather you've been waiting for the right time to do so." Mass Effect. Sure. Rampa. Yeah. Good answer. Oh yeah, Danganronpa. It's is pretty much just like problem. I have other visual novels I need to get to, and then of course I'm going to get to that. So it's it's yeah. like it's like instead of people having like a, a pile of books on their like nightstand, I have a pile of visual novels on my nightstand because that's <laughs> right. where I play a lot of visual novels in bed. Right. Yeah, that's a really good answer. It's probably for me, too. Honestly. I've kind of introduced myself to most other ones, I think. I remember. Did you play nine nine nine? 
Yeah. Did you play Ghost Trick? Yes. I didn't finish it, though. Oh, I should go man. back and finish it. That's a Christmas game. That's, that is literally, it oh, takes place on Christmas. Like, no, never been a better time play. to play Ghost Trick. It is Christmas. It is Christmas. I don't even, it's been so long, I don't even remember that being the case. That sounds like, a, that sounds like another great time to play Ghost Trick. I have so many other things to play, Sean. I'm not, <laughs> again, I'm not doing it. Man, there has to be another game. I barely Series. scratched the surface on Yakuza, but I have technically started it, so I don't know if that fully counts. Right. Like I was thinking Yakuza, but I'm the same. Kingdom Hearts, I played the first one, so that doesn't count at all, even though I haven't played like the other 20. Yeah, I'll stick with uh, your answer because I'm the same with it. Dead rights. What is the single worst video game you have ever played and why? <laughs> this is the single question. worst. I mean, it's probably something crappy online, right? Like just some like shitty ad. Probably. My, my, I don't know. Yaris for the 360. The Yaris yeah. car advert game. Might matter. Maybe. I don't know. But that one like functionally played. So it's probably not even the worst one. I've played big rigs. Like, is that is that the worst? Is that the worst video game? I mean, Big Rigs is up there. Stuff's all relative at this point anyways. Here's the problem. I played so much garbage. I don't even think I can answer this question. My immediate mind was like, OK, the first game I remember absolutely disliking to a point where I returned the rental was Aiden Chronicles, the first mage right. for the N64. I don't think it's I don't know if it's actually like an actually bad game, but I just had an awful experience with it and I was just done sure. with it enough but from what i've seen most people also don't think it's that good so man night trap is a giant piece of shit night trap a bad is game pretty bad because <clears throat> to play the game you have to not look at the interesting shit <laughs> right yeah yeah uh i played through um all of the uh oh what's the I can't remember the name what's the other like not FMV, but the quiet man. <laughs> the quiet man does suck, but I did play through it twice because <laughs> I needed right. to know the audio version. I I still can't believe there's an audio version of that game. <laughs> Remember, that wasn't even in at launch. That was DLC. That was patched in, I think, from complaints, if I had to guess. But it, then they changed the had... ending, so I guess it had to be intentional. It changed the ending? I don't remember that. Yeah, no, uh, the ending between the quiet version and the audio version is slightly different. I can't remember the name of the other game I was playing. It's not the worst, though, so that doesn't even matter. Uh, Phantom Ages writes in and says, Ahoy, TDP crew. What are some of your favorite trios? Examples of trios like Mickey, Donald, and Goofy, the Three Stooges, every starter Pokemon, etc.? Mm, okay. Beavis, Batman, Superman, Butthead, and Do America. <laughs> Ed, Ed, and Eddie. The Powerpuff Girls. Powerpuff Girls, great choice. Yeah, that's pretty good, yeah. Hey Arnold, yeah. Gerald, and Arnold's Grandpa. Oh, the, I like the Battletoads growing up. They were uh, rad. Okay, really? The, the Ninja Turtles yeah, minus Leonardo. There you go. <laughs> I don't think hmm. any of them like really stand out as like my favorite, though. Yeah. There's got to be something. Yeah, I'm looking up 18 great pop culture trios. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Jack, Janet, and Chrissy from Three's Company. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Ron, Harry, and Hermione from Harry Potter. Okay, that's yeah, a fair choice. Care. Yeah, I'm surprised no, we didn't think of that. Buffy Willow and Xander from Buffy. Eh. Ooh. Luke, Leia, and Han from Star Wars. How did no one say that? 
Yeah. Well, because I don't think it was a trio because of Chewie. And I guess the robots. <laughs> Chewie, the robots, that guy, the other one. Uh, <laughs> Sutton, Jane, and Kate from the bold type. I don't know what that is really. Oh, they have the three students here. Sonic Tails and Knuckles, that's a good one. Not not okay. only is this list a like a page slideshow that I have to click through, but there are just some blank slides so they get them <laughs> an extra click every like oh here's one three of them Alvin and the Chipmunks nah. obviously the best okay trio. I mean actually sure. a trio but nah yeah I mean I'm okay with like OG cartoon Green Day I'm just gonna say Green Day Green okay Day. okay Green Day how about um John Odie and Garfield. Sure. Okay. Have, uh, How do we Spock feel about McCoy? Huey, Dewey, and Louie? I like them I'm in the fine. modern cartoon. Okay. Yeah, that's probably With Ben fair. Schwartz. Isn't he the voice of one of them? Pretty sure. Yeah. <clears throat> I haven't watched any of the. I'm just gonna skip the Three Amigos. Yeah. Okay. It's a pretty good one. It's a good movie. Charlie's Angels. Three Stooges would have been one of my answers, but like it's already there. So, oh, Lizzie Gordo and Miranda from Lizzie McGuire. How about the three ninjas? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> they have the Powerpuff Girls. Sean Corey and Topanga from Boy Meets World. That might be go. like actual okay. my favorite if we're going like nostalgia. The three from uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, the Sanderson sisters. Ugh, no, thank you. That's the that's the list. Okay. Those were a bunch of trios. Are we back to me already? Where are we? Yeah, I think it's you. BGC Kenny writes, if two games in a series are close together in terms of quality, how do you know which one is better of the two? Which one came first? Well, what does that mean? Is the first one better? Okay, so they're the equivalent of quality, so they're they're com- the same. So like, the answer is who the fuck cares? You've got two great games. Well, I actually, yes. I actually liked your idea with which one came first because if the second one is just the same as the first one, it's going to be less yeah. interesting. That's yeah. true. Yeah, that's that was my logic. Like it came first, so it kind of established it. So in by that sense, if they're of equal quality, the first one is better because it came first. But I do also like your optimistic idea of like, hey, I got two great games here. <laughs> yep. I'm all smiles. I was going to say like it would probably then go down to like the story and characters of like, which one did I prefer? Yeah. Yeah. At that point, it's absolutely subjective. Yeah. But I could also see the first one. Yeah. That's important. And is this Sean? I think it's you. No, because I did ages. Okay. I'll do it anyways. TC Golden, what's a <laughs> game you really love that has had its service shut down? Mario 35. Oh, good answer. Oh, I did not yeah. have that. Man, you were just sitting on that one. <clears throat> that was his game of the year last year. <laughs> yeah. Was it? <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. Last year or two years ago, one of the two. Yeah, yeah whenever it was. No, oh, no, it wasn't last year. It was two years ago because I think it shut down last year. I'm trying to think like... So it has to be some kind of like online, somewhat multiplayer-ish game then, right? Yeah. Team Fortress 2 still going? Yep. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, is Turok for the 360, does it still have its broken multiplayer going? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> That's not my answer, Probably. but I did Probably. play a lot of that. I remember that the online was so broken. There was an achievement for literally finishing an eight on eight game. And it was like impossible to do because you couldn't like people would not stay in a game that when you got up to like 14 people, you couldn't even move like the frame rate was like zero. <laughs> so people just would quit and, and you would not get the achievement unless everyone finished the game. That's I tried so way too hard to get that achievement. Someone says Fuser literally just shut down. That might be my answer, actually. Fuser, yeah. I actually bought Fuser this weekend and played <laughs> a little bit of it. Yeah. But I wouldn't say it's a favorite game that shut down. 
I guess I don't really have one where I felt really bad about it shutting down. Yeah, and then I'm also like, it's pretty rare that I'm playing games for that long after they're out. Sure, yeah, yeah. Did you know, uh, for Fuser, I think they like discounted almost like all the cosmetic stuff, so you should like redeem those before they're just taken offline because they're like free right now. Yeah, they're the everything must go bundle where you yeah. click it and you just unlock everything or yeah. whatever. <clears throat> uh, confirmed in the chat, Mario Thirty Five was John's or Jobs as they wrote it, uh, second place game of the oh, year, twenty twenty. Okay. It was my 20, and it was my 2021 2020 game of the year. Gotcha. Okay. All right. That game was good. Like, that should not have been shut down. So, that's a decent answer. You what could say that say? about most uh, Nintendo stuff, which now makes me think oh. Super Mario Maker <laughs> 2, Animal Crossing New Horizons. I mean, those now, are all, they're all also running. It's just they're not getting new content. Right. So, they might as well be dead. Like, kind of? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. That's going to do it for questions. Again, if you would like to send in questions next week, we will not read them. But if you want to send in <laughs> questions from two weeks from now, topdownperspective at gmail.com, <clears throat> at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. What's your game of the week? Uh, Sonic Frontiers? Nice. Uh, Citizen Sleeper. Mine's probably high on life. Gross. All right. I don't. I don't hate that game. <laughs> like I'm. I, I yeah. I don't hate that game. All right. Once again, make sure you guys are here next week because we're gonna do a big old game of the year episode. It's, it's gonna be fun. Always such a fun time to celebrate the games that came throughout the entire year. I'm excited. Um, yep. So, yes, we will see you guys then. I'm gay. See yep. Hi, everybody.